All right, welcome back to the Extra Point Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Sal Capaccio, Sneaky Joe DiBiase. We're going to go out to the West Her Hotline right now. I have a special guest on the line. His name is Scott Rubin. Scott is a Buffalo native. He also served as the editor-in-chief, the longest-running editor-in-chief of National Lampoon, and he's now a director as well. He's involved with movies, entertainment, and he's made a movie with a whole bunch of other people called Unbelievable, B-I-L-L, Unbelievable. And uh, fortunate enough, I am to have had a bit of a role in there with my voice. So, Scott, thanks for joining us. It's Sal. It's Joe here in on WGR in Buffalo. Um, I said, and I joked yesterday on Twitter when I promoted this, I said, thank God you didn't have my face. That might have ruined it, just my voice. But I thank you for having me, and thanks for being on with us today. Hey, Sal, thanks for having me. Hey, look, you you start the movie off. You're a star. You're, you're a Hollywood <laughs> star. You're amazing. You know, I mean, no, no, better, no. Like, no, come on, man. I mean, you're you're the legacy. You're the legend around here. You know, the voice of the Bills. When it really comes down to it, and what better way to put it all in perspective than you during the opening credits of this movie to lay it all on? The Bills finally make it back to the Super Bowl, the big game, and you basically start going off into an entire. Of course, it's scripted. This isn't your. You know, you're you're doing the script. Yeah. But you're putting it all in perspective about the generational suffering that we've all been through. And and it sets the stage for this movie. What if we all sat down at the ultimate watch party, three generations of families, and we, we under one roof and we all watched the big game? What would it be like if we took it all the way? And that's what this movie's about. It captures real Bills fans, what really happens in the home, where, quite honestly, you know, 90% of us watch the games in our house at, at watch parties, especially the big games. So, you know, we we've have watched- all seen, you know, the tailgate people, you know, and they're yeah. amazing, and the collective, you know, communal suffering has created, you know, the craziness. But what happens to the average, you know, Bills fan inside that house where grandpa and the little kid and all of it is covered in the movie, you know, at the greatest moment in Buffalo sports history. And like you point out in the movie, we have been, it's been since the 1890s. No major Buffalo sports franchise has ever won a world championship. It was robbed from us in 1921. That's a whole story. Well, obviously, we don't want to just. Well, hold on, now, Scott. We don't want to. Obviously, in this day and age, we will tell people that we do have lacrosse championships now. But yes, the point is well taken. Stanley Cup, Super Bowl. Joe, sounds like your house uh, watching Bills and Sabres games down at the bar. Three generations of family, friends mm-hmm. coming over, everybody. Yeah. The um, <laughs> yeah. When it comes to uh, that, I mean, I don't know. Like, how how did you f- find that you encapsulated that all into the movie? Well, we we. We, it's through, there's around 20 people from, you know, different eras of family all coming together, like, which will happen when we do return to the Super Bowl. And it all comes up. Every generation has a story about their favorite player, their favorite moment, their, their heartbreak. And, and that's how we, we show it through the, through the interaction of this family. They all have their superstitions. They all have their food that they eat, and it has to be served in a certain way, or everything's wrong. And, and you know, we go through these rituals. This is how we survive generations, you know, and to become, quite honestly, the greatest fan base in all the sports. You know, we didn't give up. 
you know, the Bills fans didn't give up. Sabres fans didn't give up. We still believe in our team more than we've ever believed in our team. And, and this explores how could we take it on the biggest day and the biggest stage at this point. It was hard enough in the early 90s. But now, are you kidding me? What would it be like? You know, I mean, are we going to have, like, you know, blood pressure monitors on the TV? We're all going to be hooked up. Uh, so <laughs> everything. And the biggest challenge for this particular family on this particular day is actually not the game on the field, but us and how we handle it. What, what do we do? You know, I, I, we can't take it because the game, obviously, is, <laughs> it goes into overtime. And I, I won't say anymore. I don't want to ruin, ruin the whole thing. But we don't really see the game. We see the reaction of all the generations. You know, how did the young daughter survive the drought when the father made her watch the games? And basically, you know, kind of ruined her life in a sense. You know, I mean, imagine 17 years. You know, Imagine if you grew up during the drought, right? And all you knew was from all that losing. And would you show up when the Bills made it to the Super Bowl? Who knows? Maybe you would. Maybe you wouldn't. You'll see. You know, does she blame her dad for everything? Maybe. Maybe not. You know? So, Scott. So this is, this is what it is. And the food, the food is so important. Our <laughs> traditions. You know, beef by wick, the wings. The, you know, I mean, just name it, boxy pizza. You've got to have it all, man. And if, you're, I, and if I, one thing's missing, God help us all. I, I love your energy about it, Scott. Tell us about your background. You, you're, you're. I know you're out in California, and you you contacted me, and you know we we went down this road. And it was great to work with you and your team. But you're Buffalo native, and you know I, I said I know you are the you were the editor in chief for National Lampoon. So just tell everybody a bit of your story and why this is your project that it's focusing on Buffalo sports. Well, when when in the eighties, when you know I had to start a career. I went out to LA. It was the only place, uh, you know, for comedy writing at the time. And I spent, uh, you know, years like writing for TV and writing for comedians. And, uh, you know, I wrote for Gary Shandling, I remember, you know, and Louie Anderson, you know, coming up through in the eighties and then uh, some shows. Then I got recruited to electronic arts of all things when they were just developing Madden football and uh, worked for them for five years developing video games, then went back in the 90s uh, and got hired to turn Nash Lampoon onto the Internet in the late 90s. And that was an amazing experience, you know, because the legacy of the magazine, you know, is, is historic. It was an amazing thing, especially in the golden age of it. So we had to find a way and from 98 99 to 2008 i i ran the magazine online and uh and it was an incredible experience you know um that was an era when you could <laughs> you could go all the way with comedy and not worry about getting canceled we did the canceling they didn't cancel us <laughs> uh everybody was a target you know as long as everybody got it we were okay and uh, equal opportunity satirists, you know. So that's where we were. It'd be very hard to do National Lampoon today. Well, and then you have this movie here you made, and just tell us about the production of it. Was it all filmed in Buffalo? Was it the, the families you had, the people? Are they Buffalo people, actors from Hollywood? All, yeah. It was not only all filmed in Buffalo. 
it was financed by the Bills Mafia during our crowdfunding, uh, you it. know, in February. So, and 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 a, and a pizza place, you know, Bocce funded it, and Costanzo's Rolls funded it, sponsors, and Salino Law. I mean, this is how we got it going. We shot it in my house. Uh, you know, I moved back during the pandemic uh, a few years ago, and you know, we were none of us were doing anything, so we decided, hey, man, let's make a story about what people in Buffalo really do for like half the year, at least, you know, watch these games, obsessed with these games and come together. And it's about communities coming together. We do, we do a lot in the movie with the, the East side of Buffalo. Um, and in the movie actually crescendos on Jefferson Avenue of all places, you know, so they, they come out of the house. It takes place at the rock pile as well. There's a, I, I actually, it's kind of based a little bit on, on reality about 12 years ago, like during like the real bad part of the drought, I was started for real a documentary about breaking the curse, kind of a tongue in cheek, breaking the curse of the Buffalo Bills. And I worked on it for years. And you know what happened to that film, Sal? What? The hmm. entire hard drive was lost. Wow. I lost all the footage. And that is a real story. So now it's years later, pandemic. I meet my my film partner, uh, Jay Garrett Baruder, who he's the co-director on the movie. And we were thinking, wow, we've got to we've got to do something. We're in Buffalo. We were just kind of hanging in L.A. working on something. And now we're back. And we said, why don't we? I I got to write about like watching a Bills game and how absolute madness that is and the gyre, the emotional gyrations and the family rituals and capture that. And that's what this movie's about. You know, I mean, I know we all just went through this, you know, <laughs> the, the, the losing to Kansas city and, you know, God help mm-hmm. us all. But, but for some reason, this one, it's not as uh, it's not as bad because our team is so awesome. And Josh is so awesome that, you know what? It doesn't, I'm recovering. I'm 48, what, 48 hours. I was back. I was back this time, you know, whereas maybe 13 seconds. That was like about three weeks. That, uh, you know, Music City Miracle, eh, it was about eight months. You know, the wide right, never recovered from wide right, never recovered. Uh, but uh, but this one, we're back, and we and, and if you really want to experience, like, what it would really be like, like, there's one more game left. We're opening in theaters tomorrow this little movie this micro budget movie a budget like about the bagel budget of any studio film that's what we made this film and somehow regal theaters picked us up it's incredible they picked us up regionally and it's opening friday and and also in lockport at the uh, the palace theater where john bills elvis lang you know is is actually the narrator of the movie and uh, he volunteered all his time he's an amazing guy so we're really, you know, like you worked on it, you know, Sal, like you gave us your time. That's how we got this made. You know, the people of Buffalo really made this movie. So we're really excited. And, and they there's no memory in the Regal organization of a micro budget movie ever getting in theaters. So this is kind of a historic thing. So we're pretty proud of it. It, it opens Friday in uh, at Regal Williamsville. It opens in Orchard Park at the Quaker Crossing, in, in Lockport, um, in Syracuse, uh, 
uh, at the, Elmwood, uh, Elmwood Avenue, Elmwood, Elmwood Avenue in Buffalo. Elmwood, thank you. Yeah, Regal Elmwood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I mean, the fans, you know, funded the movie. So this is our That's movie awesome. and it. And we're really excited and it really captures, you know, what it means. This awesome, this awesome journey that we've all been on some for 60, 70 years, some for 20 years, we've all been on this journey together and it's brought the community together as you know, and as you talk about it and somehow this kind of freak, losing at the end of the year has has the struggle has made us awesome i mean like go to the tailgates go to any party we are truly incredible fan base and that it's actually made us i mean of course we want to win the big one my god but you know what we're pretty it's pretty cool right now you know i mean knowing that everybody knows about bill's mafia Everybody just loves us. You know, everybody was rooting for us against Kansas City, unless you were like in the Midwest. Uh, you know, we're you know we're a story, and uh, it's got to be told. Like the real, like you know, the players come and go, but we're we're left holding the bag. You know, and this is our story. This is like what goes on. You know, when at the end of the day, we're in the house watching it, talking about it. You know, endlessly obsessing about it. And this is the story of us. Love it, right. Joe. You gonna go see it, buddy? You gotta go see it, I'm man. Go, go see, see it. it. I've got I've got the Regal Pass, so that'll be an easy. Well, one there you me. go. There you go. Yeah. I know. So uh, before I let you go, I only got we only, we only have about a minute here. Just tell everybody where they can go to find information and to get tickets and things like that, uh, Scott. But you can go to the Regal Cinemas, their mm-hmm. website. Uh, you know, uh, your your local Regal. Uh, in Syracuse, uh, I guess it would be the same thing. We're, we're one Regal in Syracuse, but I would think the Regal Cinemas would type in "unbelievable." That's the name of the movie. Un. But you can just go to the. You can also just go to the website, the movie website, to find more information as well. And there's a trailer there and everything. Correct. Yes, you could go to seven one six movie dot com. That's our seven one six movie dot com. You're yeah, pro. Yeah, you I forgot, I that, forgot that was it. No, that's all right. I want to make sure that make it easier on everybody. Seven one six movie dot com. Uh, we'll have everything. We got to run, but before I let you go, I also want to say there's a uh, the, the person who worked with me on the audio part. So the movie opens up, and it's my voice bringing everybody in and welcoming everybody to the Super Bowl, and the Bills are playing and all that. And my color commentator next to me is Len Jankowitz. Len is in the Buffalo Greater Buffalo Sports Hall of Fame. He is a legendary high school coach in this area, former Lancaster high school coach. Works with me on games uh, when I do TV uh, for Spectrum. And I just wanted to give him some love because he did a great job as well. You know what I mean? And for you to welcome us in and to contact me and to ask and all that, I'm honored. And this is going to be really cool. And thank you very much. Thank you, man. Thank Len. Len is awesome. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. All right, thanks. Scott, All right. be good, and um, good luck with this, man. Yeah, thanks for everything, Sal. Appreciate it. All right, you got it. You got it. That's pretty cool, Joe. Pretty cool. It was a good experience. Yeah. And we really, we just, I went over, I got with Coach Jankowitz, and I said, hey, here's our lines, and we kind of just went back and forth, and we could ad-lib a little bit, and we just had to record some audio and then send it in, and it's super cool how it all comes together. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, now we just got to eat your IMDb credit. I know. I got to do that. I didn't want to say that on the air, but I will text Scott (laughs) to make sure I get the IMDb credit. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back here, wrap up your Thursday on the Extra Point Show.